Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Intervisions of Sunrise Rick's podcast. Yeah, I'm excited to do this podcast this morning because we're going to talk about a few things that's going around in this world. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the few things that I saw on social media and whether or not it has been a good or bad influence. So sit back, relax, and let's enjoy this wonderful podcast of Inner Visions of Sunrise Ricks, where yearning, learning is what we do. Let's get it. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. This here is Inner Visions of Sunrise Ricks. Yes. We are going to talk about social media. Yes. Um, as I was reading an article, it was saying, what are the negative effects of social media on relationships? This is on the website of, what was it? ChoosingTherapy.com, great article that I've read, and it was it was um, by a very well-respected Kimberly Pegan Nibet. Kimberly Pegan Nibet, okay. And it was saying, although social media has many positive benefits, it has the potential to wreak habit on a relationship. Some of the negative effects of social media and relationships include deceased time with a partner, misconnections, jealousy, conflict arising from disagreements or hurt feelings, and negative comparison. Let's read this here. Decreased time with partner. Social media can impact relationships by decreasing the amount and quality of time spent together. If someone is engrossed in social media, they are likely to miss or get irritated with a partner if they are interrupted. Ooh. Negative comparisons. Social media makes it much easier for us to negatively compare our relationship to other relationships or our partner to other people. This can impact our commitment to our relationship leading to portrayal and possibly the demise of the relationship. Miss Bids. In relationships, we all make bids for connection. This can be as simple as asking a question or reaching for a hand, or it can be more involved, such as seeking emotional support from our partner during a difficult time. Regardless of the bid, a partner can either turn toward you, respond positively, turn away intentionally or unintentionally, ignore or turn against. <clears throat> I want to read this here. There are misbids in every relationship, but research conducted by Dr. John Gottman revealed that in healthy relationships, couples respond positively to one another's bids about 86% of the time. Something I hear a lot in my work with couples is that people often miss their partner's bids when they're distracted by social media. Jealousy. Jealousy in a relationship usually stems from where there is potential attraction or ongoing interaction with exes. You may see an interaction between your partner and someone they may be attracted to in, in Interpret something between them and that may or may not be there. And social media may also cause retroactive jealousy, which occurs when a person feels upset about their partner's romantic history, despite ex-partners not being a factor in current relationships. So here's the thing I wanted to look at. Social media is basically... It's more like an open door to your life, okay? To where people from the past might remember you. They see that 
hey, you're in a current relationship or you're doing well for yourself, they're going to try to sneak in your his, you know, their history with you. They're going to be very sneaky about it to the point where they might try to contact your wife or somebody that you're very intimate with and try to stir the pot to cause trouble. It has happened so many times. All right. Some people, they find their mate on social media. Some, like 30% of the time, it works out. 60% of the time, it's a mitigated disaster. Okay, very mitigated. So, um, yeah, social media can have its negative impact. So what is the positive effects of social media? Connects long distance couples. It do. It do. Um, you can meet a lot of people. A lot of people or I'll put it to you like this. You'll be meeting people that you never realize you can meet as far as long distance wise. You could be in California, you meet somebody in VA. All right. Makes them feel more connected, more wanted. It helps single people meet. So instead of going into dating sites, uh, if you develop yourself well enough, you know, you can meet um, some single people who, hey, they're interested in your posts. They think your post is hot. They think your post is very attracted to them. All right. But you could also meet some crazy uh, people, too. They might look good. They might look great on social media. But when it's time to move in with each other is when it's time to connect. Is and it could be a disastrous situation. It happened to me. Okay, it has happened to me. And it wasn't a great feeling we're friends now we're we're very cool but I must say that it wasn't a good idea to move in with that person stop what you're doing and um you know jump on with the next woman just because you meet them on social media and things of that nature all right So here are the signs that will affect your relationship. Decrease quality time together. All right. A feeling of distance or disconnect. Number three, learning about important events in your partner's life through social media instead of directly from them. Obsessively checking your partner's social media to make sure they are not doing something you disapprove of. An increase in conflict regarding social media use, posts, etc., Secrecy between the two of you regarding your social media accounts and posts, negatively body image issues due to comparisons or unrealistic standards on social media. So, yeah, social media can have its impact. Yes. So um, I'm also going to talk about social media. And money. That's right. There are people who are um, they are using the platform to make a little extra money or promote themselves. All right. I'm going on this website here. All right. Asian Opportunity Fund. All right. One way your small business can earn money from social media is by promoting the products or services of other uh, businesses. Sponsoring posting is a direct way to make money on social media. Brand will sponsor posts to show up on relevant pages. Two, get paid for reviewing affiliate products. Another way to make money through social media is by reviewing affiliate 
products. You're going to have companies that love what you do and love your pitch that they're willing to give you some commission on it or pay you up front. All right. Sell your own products or services. Get paid to share your knowledge. All right. There are people that make money off of social media through skits. Okay. A lot of people make money through skits. They sure do. All right. Here are ways that um, I'm on here. This website on Forbes. Five ways creators can make money on social platforms. One, brand deals. Brand deals are the number one way that creators make money on social media platforms, accounting for almost 70% of revenue, according to a recent Goldman Sachs report. Not only are creators, brands, and agencies orchestrating these deals, the primary platforms also offer their own marketplace solutions to encourage connections and collaborations between brands and eligible creators. Hmm. Number two, creator funds. Creator funds became increasingly common on social media platforms during the pandemic, with TikTok being one of the first to introduce it. Other platforms quickly followed suit, such as Instagram's Reels, bonus programs, Snapchat's Spotlight Reward Funds, and Pinterest Creator Fund for un- underrepresented creators. Hmm. About 73% of creators reported making no income at all from creator funds, according to a 2022 study by influencer marketing agency, Maverick and eMarketed, now Insider Intelligence. Now, TikTok, Instagram, they've received criticism for the low payouts of the initial creator fund, which had promised to pay out $1 billion over three years to eligible creators over on the app. Creators reported making pennies for the thousands of videos and the views. The program was recently revamped with the introduction of TikTok's creativity program, Beta. Now, the new program, open to all eligible U.S. creators, requires high-quality original videos that are no, that are longer than one minute. Payment details on the fund have, haven't been revealed, but it's going to be more lucrative than the original version. You got AD, you got ad revenue sharing. All right. Now, YouTube is known for the ad revenue sharing. It'll give you a percentage of the revenue generated by ads that play before, during, or alongside their videos. All right. Merchandise and affiliates. People like um, Elevate with Vern. She is doing very well as far as her marketing and pushing her brand and her products. She is trying to help me um, as far as pushing my brand out there like that. So there are create uh, tipping and subscriptions or um, such as OnlyFans, Twitch, and YouTube. You can make money, <clears throat> but I've spoken with Whitney Phillips, who is an entrepreneur herself. She told me that, yes, yeah, she gets a lot of followers, but even in the creator fund, they take out like 50 or 60% of her earnings. Yeah. She educated me a lot. Special shout out to Whitney Phillips. So yeah. It's worth it, but they will take out a lot of taxes. That's why I mentioned about why the why Biden's regulation his regulation of the 1031 um, exchange tax code was significant because now it's like the government, the government can now ask for a piece of the pie and it will leave you with pennies on the dollar. Some say it's not relatable, but 
it's like, hey, they're coming after entrepreneurs who are trying to basically get away from the um, employer's peridium or whatever they call it, their um, food chain. All right. If you go independent and try to make a name for yourself and if you're self or trying to be a self-made millionaire or a billionaire, for some reason, you know, a lot of um, people in the, um, some people in the political parties have an issue with it. They really do. That's why I say you have a lot of businesses, a lot of political parties, a lot of music artists, record labels. They are one big fraternity. Where you get your 401k from, from BlackRock, like AT&T, Verizon, Pepsi, um, BP Oil, um, you know, other companies, they are a brotherhood, sisterhood kind of thing. And I will say this, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, um, OnlyFans, Twitch, they're a fraternity too. All right, they, some of their rules and regulations are extremely similar and they abide by their um, boss's guidelines. You're not really, really independent because, well, they really are not independent. So freedom really isn't free, as they say. So, um, guys, I wanted to play a clip of what I saw on um, social media about the Cheesecake Factory. She refused to get out of the car. I want y'all to listen to this. After years of mass shootings and school shootings. Yeah, good. Cause of death amongst kids in our country. And mega re- Yeah. And then, 
cooperative. And, and at least, you know, um, what did I do that wasn't cooperative? Well, I mean, like, even like, uh, when we were walking to the car, uh, you wouldn't, uh, put your hand around my arm or anything like that, or hold my hand. Yeah, I mean, it's too early for that. Okay. I yeah, don't know. I, I yeah. can respect that. I can respect that. When, uh, I got to your apartment to pick you up, uh, you didn't want to invite me in. I can respect that too. Just for not Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then, but, I mean, I feel like I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do as a woman. But I got myself all made up. What's wrong with the Cheesecake Factory? Right? Yes, there's a lot wrong with the Cheesecake Factory. Look at, well, look at, I mean, look at my planner. Where we were gonna go. See, now that's that's where that's where we should have went, Ari. Right there. Call him. Call him. No. What do you mean no? See, I specifically oh, no. told you both yesterday and this morning that I'd come to pick you up at four AM. At four PM. Right? Oh. And I got to your place at four PM. You didn't even come downstairs for another hour. And so I was waiting downstairs. For an hour. Right? But I wasn't expecting for work to take me so long. I got home a little late. And like I said, I don't know you well enough to invite you up into my apartment. And that is not possible. And that's why I'm saying, I'm thinking, okay, if we're not there in the relationship to, you know, meet at your apartment, then maybe we're not ready in a relationship for such a nice, fancy relationship. Uh, restaurant is Aria, especially if I'm paying for the whole thing, which I'm still willing to do, I, mean, I would have been, but if we're late, I mean, I told I mean, you twice, it wasn't that late, we literally left your place at the time the reservation was supposed to be, and I specifically said four, because maybe we can get there early, and even have some time to get to know each other on the way there. We can still get to know each other. Isn't there another restaurant you would call that, like, you know, equivalent to that? I mean, I, I literally you don't said. understand. Look at me. I cannot go in the Cheesecake Factory. There's nothing I, I will. That's embarrassing. That's I, as I said, I have very specific certain expectations. I'll go down. I can tell it's not going to be there. I, and maybe we're not right for each other. So, respectfully, I'm going to just drop you off at home. Oh, I'll be there. Yes, you did. Yeah. So, you just want to call it a night? tell you to walk your ass home. I mean, yeah. isn't there some kind of compromise or something? Uh, Ladies, can you believe this? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm with him. Uh, I want the market right. Uh, I don't feel respected. I I'm not going to go through with the rest of the day. I'm with him. Yeah. I mean, you are serious. You're leaving. Pick your face up off the floor. I mean, I understand that I was late. I understand that. I understand that I could have been a bit more cooperative. You had, you made some good points. That's why I'm willing to compromise. Are you sure you want to go home? Uh, I don't have a lot of rules. I don't have a lot of expectations for a first day, but I've already set them, and you've broken everyone. So, oh I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've seen that the other day. And um, while I say to myself, wow, a narcissist behavior is in motion this is all to get fused to get attention and to make money off of social media don't be so alarmed or distracted by this because people will go to greater lengths to get attention on social media all right just like Will and Jada, they will go through greater links to get 
attention to get money on their book deals. They love it when you are distracted from your reality. Okay. Hey, if they want to make money that way, they have the every right to do so. It's part of the Constitution. It is part of the Declaration of Independence. That's the beauty of, you know, what our forefathers have done, our ancestors have done to make us have a choice to have a career, make us, you know, make decisions that would be in our best interest, okay? So people have the right to want to make money off of social media, want to make money doing entertainment. Hell, there are women who are proud to make money being a stripper or being a porn star, okay? That's their life. You don't have to agree with it, but if that's the way they want to make money, then that's their right. Excuse me. But yeah, it is a situation where if that's how a high value woman is supposed to be like, then you're going to see a lot of single black women being by themselves. Well, after seeing some of these skits on social media and the platforms, you remember when um, Malcolm X said, the black woman is the most disrespectful person here in America. And um, for a while, it aged well until Malcolm X and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. when they were both assassinated. Now, many black women have become very disrespectful. They're the most hated because of their disrespectful manner at times, their narcissist attitude towards men in general, especially in relationships, it's gotten to the point where feminism is destroying the homes. It's, just, it's destroying the black homes, the communities. Hell, feminism has been producing single motherhood. And that's why you will see men being, hey, let's, let's put it to you like this. They're being demasculated. And when a man is demasculated, territories are going to be taken over very easily. When men become demasculized, when women became the alpha male and the men taking over the demasculized part, Other countries, other um, groups can easily take over your land, can easily invade. So much so that if it continues to be demasculized as far as the men here in this country, sooner or later, other groups, other countries will put their territories in each state and will no longer become the United States of America. Okay. I just thought I would share it there. Yeah, so while you can make money and promote your business on social media, that's good. I think that's a positive as long as you use it the positive way the right way but there are people who use it who use it just to entertain people just use it 
to be toxic. And that is the dark side of social media. All right. So I will be right back. This is the first segment of the show. And I will have a little special commentary. Don't go nowhere. Bye-bye. This is the Inner Vision Soul Line. I normally do this on Instagram Live. Just want to let everybody know I do not own the rights to the music. So with that in mind, I want to play something special for you guys on a Sunday. Bo Kirkland and Ruth Davis. One of the most popular songs in 1977. Reached number 12 on the part on the uh, pop charts overseas in the UK in this song and they're from America but this song was a disco classic it is called you're going to get next to me on the soul line of intervisions of sunrise rick's podcast you're going to get next to me keep on doing Thank you. 
That was Bo Kirkland and Miss Ruth Davis. You want to get next to me? Much love to both of them. Yes. And we're going to play a little song by Shirley Brown. It ain't no fun. Y'all know her from Woman to Woman. Difficulty, I apologize, everybody. <clears throat> okay, it stopped. So, I do apologize for a little technical difficulty. Um, but um, what I'm also going to do play Deborah Loves. Meant for, excuse me, meant for you. Now she had a slamming single. You're very special. I think it was top 20 R&B back in 1981. Surely, I am meant for 
Tonight, Israel ramping up its war from the air, claiming it's killed several senior Hamas figures in strikes across Gaza. But while Israeli troops are massing on the border, they're still awaiting the command to launch an all-out ground invasion. While Israel's president in an interview on Sky News making a shocking claim about documents on a dead Hamas terrorist. We're dealing with ISIS, Al-Qaeda and Hamas. This is what we're dealing with. And in, those, in, and in this material, there were instructions how to produce chemical weapons. And tonight, Hamas using hostages as human bargaining chips in an apparent effort to delay that attack. After releasing an American mother and daughter Friday, the group now says it's ready to free two elderly Israelis. We don't know if the offer is sincere. Acts are what speak, uh, not words, particularly coming from Hamas. But it's forcing the question, should Israel allow more time for negotiations? Fears growing of a wider war, including in Lebanon, where Israeli troops are exchanging fire with the Iranian-backed militant group Hezbollah. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu tonight threatening that if Hezbollah joins the war, he'll order attacks on targets all across Lebanon. And with every passing hour, Gaza sinks deeper into humanitarian disaster. Aid finally started arriving Saturday, with more today. But it's a fraction of what's needed for Gaza's two million civilians. The UN warning, it has just three days of fuel left, and that aid efforts will collapse if more doesn't arrive. I have been working as emergency doctor in many aggressions, but I haven't witnessed anything like this before. In overwhelmed hospitals, surgeons operating by the light of cell phones, and according to the Associated Press, using vinegar as antiseptic. In the Israeli kibbutz of Beri, we joined photographer Yarnin Pellet on his first visit home since the attacks. To see the destruction, but firsthand. Documenting the site where more than 100 civilians were killed, including his older sister and her husband. For doing his job? New tonight, a teen is demanding justice after he says customers attacked him at his place of employment in Cordova Sunday evening. This happened at Cheddar's Restaurant on North Germantown Parkway. Memphis police are still searching for the group of men responsible. Fox 13 Sierra Jordan joins us live from Cordova tonight. Sierra, you spoke with the victim about what happened. What did he have to say? Darcy, the victim is only 17 years old, trying to do his job as a host here at Cheddar's. Now, he said he wants justice for the men responsible for putting him in the hospital and almost taking his life. I hope they catch you. He's going to regret what you did. It was a busy Sunday night at Cheddar's in Cordova until a group of eight came in for dinner. It was an hour-long wait. The 17-year-old host who asked we not release his name, said the only option was to separate the party. The girl in the green, she said she don't like the table, so she, she would rather get a big table, so I would say it's still going to be a free minute, so they left. He says the group came back and still demanded a bigger table. Then, he says, a man in the group confronted him and punched him in the face. His whole family came towards me, started jumping me, and then after that, this when I blacked out. I don't remember nothing. Cell phone video captured moments after the fight happened. The victim's mother, Letitia Ford, says once she arrived, she found her son like this, lying on the ground while paramedics were working on him. For these people to be, you know, twice his size, you know, that, that's unacceptable. That's very unacceptable. Memphis police say the suspects left the restaurant in this large white SUV. We reached out to Cheddar's corporate office for answers. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. We didn't get a response, but Ford says she was not happy with the way the restaurant handled the situation. Uh, corporate called me and the only thing they asked was, do we need any food? I don't want any food. I want justice for my son. Now, Cheddar's communications team just got back to me with this statement, and it says, we are shocked and saddened by the senseless act of violence against our team, team member. Violence has no place in our restaurant, and we are cooperating fully with the police investigation. Now, we did reach out to Memphis police for an update. They told us they have no suspects in custody, but the investigation continues. Anybody with any information about what actually happened here can call Crime Stoppers at 901. Wow, um, 
Here's more from the video. Because they, they, um, you know, they need to, you know, face the consequences of what they did to him. Letitia Ford finding some consolation in the arrest of four family members charged with beating her 17-year-old son while he was a host at this Cheddar's restaurant on North Germantown Parkway. He had a concussion. Um, they busted his lip. Um, they blacked his eye. Oh, he had a lot of on him. It happened Sunday when a party made up of Brittany, Carol, Darius, and Caitlin Brantley allegedly became upset over how long they were waiting to be seated. According to police, Darius Brantley kicked the 17-year-old from behind. Brittany Brantley threw punches at the teenager who fell and hit his head against a brick wall. You know, as a mother, you know, it, it makes me angry because no child deserves to go through that especially over a table. I went to the Brantley's address in Southeast Memphis Friday, hoping to get a comment. I knocked, but no one answered the door. Many have been left wondering how such a terrible thing could happen. It's all about making a difference. Put them praying hands together. It's all about making a difference. I'm praying for you, little man. The senseless attack touched the heart of Keith Leachman, who mentors Orange Mount Youth. He's reached out to the 17-year-old and his mother and now wants to start a fundraising effort to help the teen with his recovery. My, my goal is to try to encourage him, embrace him, let him know that all is well. In Orange Mound, Mike Suriani, WREG News Channel 3. Wow. Um, <clears throat> wow. Um, yeah, that is devastating. And if I were that young man and his mother, I would immediately file a lawsuit against Cheddar's gather up all the evidence, gather up witnesses, file a lawsuit against Cheddar's and the family that jumped him because that was totally unnecessary. The Brantley family, you're weak as hell for doing that. You're weak as hell over a table. <clears throat> now, This is my opinion on it. It goes to also show you my point. And if, as I'm going to put it to you like this. These corporations, these employers that you're working for. They really, really, really don't care as much of your well-being. In your safety as advertised, as long as their investment is intact. All right. The one thing that struck me is when the um, the corporate office of Cheddar's wants to know if he wants free food. The mother was like, "No, I want justice for my son." Cheddars ought to be ashamed of themselves for how they handled it. All right. You're putting customers first more than the employee's safety. That's not a good feeling. This is why I say, like, these employers are a part of a fraternity. Okay. They're all a fraternity. They're all about their investment. Hey. So I make a simple plea. If you do work for an employer, work to the best of your abilities. But save up money to become an entrepreneur. Hell, do whatever you need to do to make money off of social media. There are ways to make money outside of an employer. So many of today's generation are walking away from employers because there are many ways to um, get investments and make plenty of money. Gaming, cryptocurrency. Um, there is a cryptocurrency that 
somebody in my um who is connected to me on Instagram has she's trying to put me on to it. Once my money's up, I'm more likely to get involved in it. All right. Hell, Instagram, TikTok. You can make a million dollars. Now that'll take out a lot of your earnings, but hey, money is money. Just as long as you put in the tax, you're good. Real estate. The real estate market. People need to realize that working for employers like Cheddar's, Wendy's, um, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, AT&T, Verizon, they are, a, they are a brotherhood, sisterhood. They're like a family. They'll tell you that they're in a um, competition, but they work together like hand in hand, all right? They work together like hand in hand. All right, they're working underneath an investment giant who is in charge of their 401k plans, their retirement. And if they don't do as they say, they get kicked off of it. They lose money and it becomes disastrous for them. So while I say work for your employer, I'm, I'm not saying walk away from it. But if there is a financial opportunity that you can profit off of it, you know, once it grows from time to time, consistently get out of the workforce, get out, get out, get out. All right. Like I said, I'm not saying, you know, turn your back or be disrespectful to the employer that employs you to do a certain job. I'm not saying that. All right. Like I said, do work to the best of your abilities, do the best you can. But I'm just saying there are better options. There are great options out here. Great options besides working for a regular employer. I don't care if if it's a fast food restaurant. I don't care if it's um, an industrial plant. I don't care if it's a trade or what. Having your own set of business is really the American dream to have and for that young man my prayers go out to you and your family they have arrested um, I think they have charged or arrest the Brantley family over what happened at Cheddar's they need to be tried because that was very unacceptable that was totally totally irresponsible now, we don't know their side of the story, so I really don't want to jump too far into conclusions. All right. Now, if their side of the story proves to be efficient enough, then I will backtrack and hold myself accountable. But the evidence that has been presented. Yeah, that was very unfortunate of, you know, what happened. Very unfortunate. Um you do not beat up or, you know, brutalize a 70, a 70, well, I'm sorry, excuse me, my error. You do not brutalize and disrespect a 17 year old man who was doing his job. That was cowardly, irresponsible behavior. Straight up. All right. Thank you very much for letting me speak here on this platform and I want to say this about the Israel and Palestinian battle I want to put a different spin on it well what Israel is doing I know a lot of you conservatives are with Israel pro-Israel Explain to me about their recent attacks in Hamas, killing innocent women and children and men. 
explain to me that. Is that a godly move? Y'all tell me, is that a godly move? Big shout out to Dave Chappelle for uh, his take on it, defending the Palestinians. Now, I'm not all the way defending the uh, Palestinians because what they're doing, you know, putting kids in cages and doing the same thing, bombing innocent people, that is horrific, that's wrong. Both sides are wrong. Both of you are wrong. The president has no business sending out money to these countries. America is in the midst of bankruptcy. They are in the midst of a financial catastrophe and more and more jobs are about to be lost. If you put in too much money into foreign countries, I personally think that there should be an investigation on the spending of these countries if there's any laws or treason being in place if the laws were being broken any um, unlawful things that have happened hey people in the White House need to be prosecuted or investigated no way and I mean no way you you put billions and billions of dollars into these foreign countries while America is being sabotagely economically disenfranchised in in the midst of bankruptcy student loan that people are mentally they're just out of it they're in distress over it this is the worst performance I've ever seen for, from a president, ever. I thought Bush Jr. was at his worst. This year, by the Biden administration, has been the worst performance I've ever seen. I mean, ever. I don't care how you slice it or dice it. This is, this is terrible. Well, this is Intervisions of uh, Sunrise Rick's podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in. Much love to WGAG Radio. Much love to Don Nicoleone. Much love to Nefertiti Surviving a Game. I'm still getting on you ladies. But from what I'm being told, you know, they're focusing on their own business their own entrepreneurship so i they can only they can tell it better all right so i can't i'm close to both of them so i can't sit there and tell you that hey they're gonna come back soon or yeah they're about to be no it's best to hear it from them it's best so whenever they come back they come back all right if they don't come back, then hey, please watch the um, reruns or past episodes. They are classic, classic, classic. It's worth the time. All right. Big ups to uh, Don Nicoleone and Nefertiti Surviving the Game. Big ups to um, this artist, um, Amy Purple Rain, the rap artist over in Norfolk. Much love to you. Much love to all of you who supported this podcast. Um, my parents, my wife, my son. Um, thank you. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out.